Welcome to Testimony, a musician story. Heard at TestimonyStories.com and narrated by myself, Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music. Let's get started. See, I could write some cliches and tell you that I'm rich. Tell you that my bank account, bro, is deeper than any ditch. But that's a lie. And even if it was, what would it really matter? We all walk in hard drives with corrupted data. So until we get that straight and clean up these hard drives, we ballin' outrageous. We floatin' on our pride. We lifted on hot air, addicted to those skies. Our heads up in these clouds to see it with old eyes. And how our minds change on our deathbeds. If only we could get there without having to get there. Cause I don't want Wanna get there and wonder what to do? Mad dog and all my mirrors, cause I lived it just for you. Jacob was born Jacob Washington on June 16th, 1981, in San Antonio, Texas. Although the spelling of his stage name is unique, J-E apostrophe K-O-B, the name on his birth certificate is spelled traditionally as J-A-C-O-B. He was raised in a two-parent Christian household with his older brother, Josh, and younger sister, Rachel. The family traveled around a lot because his dad was in the army, which may explain why Jacob is sort of a loner. Man, none of y'all know my story. Not one of y'all know my story. Four years ago, it's protocol, and I couldn't even track no songs for y'all, and I couldn't even spread that gospel. Man, that Christian label got hostile. Mouth taped up, because they thought that second album wouldn't cake up. And my big bro took a head on. Stress is that silent killer. One day you walking in Wonderland, the next day your life's a thriller. And they wonder why he take no breaks. Asking why he take no breaks. Life is moving like a freight train, and we disappearing like snowflakes. Uh, that's why I don't waste time. This is all I got. My own personality was that I was kind of a loner, um, and that's just my, my personality even now. You know, I'm a very kind of like solo individual. Um, you know, I'd rather be out bodyboarding the ocean by myself than with a group of people. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, childhood, I, definitely there was no favoritism. You know, my family was, we were, um, you know, highly encouraged not to, to fight with each other and to, you know, that family's always first and, uh, you know, after God. And we definitely got along uh, better than a lot of, uh, you know, brothers and sisters that I, I would see. The siblings were pretty close knit. In fact, Jacob and his brother were known for their basketball skills and had several colleges that wanted to add them to their roster. But then, the three Washington kids were suddenly hit with the music stick. Unlike the Jackson 5, these kids didn't grow up playing music. However, they were musically gifted. While in high school, they met an exchange student from Germany through their church. This student was an aspiring music producer and engineer, and happened to have a studio set up back in Germany. After hearing some of the Washington siblings' music, he asked them to come back to Germany with him and record. They recorded a full album, and that album floated around the L.A. music scene, and within a week, Interscope Records offered them a deal. 
That was a big turning point in our lives where we had to decide, okay, hold up, are we going to put everything on hold, college, all this stuff, and go do music? <laughs> Is this something God's given us, you know, a voice to, to say something or, or what? So the music we, had, we were doing at the time, even though it was just kind of for fun, it was still very, you know, we didn't consider it, you know, I guess Christian music or, you know, in any category, but it was very much uh, about our our faith and what we believed and all of that came across in the music. Uh, we didn't really even know there was very different categories of music. You know, we were just making music and having fun, and a lot of what we were taught and what we knew, um, biblical teachings and everything else, came out in the music. Most new artists would have jumped at the first offer that came their way. But these teens prayed on it and decided to pass up the offer. They knew if they were patient and built up their independent platform, more deals would come their way. So they released the demo project as an album. And two years later, signed with Warner Brothers as Soldiers and released The Fault is History. Soldiers performed alongside major names like No Doubt, Nelly, and Boys to Men. They were featured on TV networks like CNN and E. A pretty big deal for some kids who didn't grow up with music ambitions. Yeah, it was a, it was a pretty cool you know, two to three year run, we released the record and just had a lot of uh, support behind it from the label and from just, you know, uh, different facets, management and booking and everything. And tour with um, Toby Mack and Kirk Franklin um, within that year as well. And um, and then just kind of did a lot of, a lot of spot dates, uh, opened up for a lot of people. I guess just surreal is the best word for it. It was just a very, um, you know, not expected at all. And, just kind of roll, rolled with it, you know, it was one of those things that, you know, uh, was surprising to us as well, just because we didn't really know it was anything that we would be doing. Like what you're hearing so far? Check us out at TestimonyStories.com. That's TestimonyStories, with an S.com. Where you can hear content for you and about you. Everyone has a testimony. Everyone has a testimony. And we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at TestimonyStories.com. Testimony, Testimony, where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Yo, what's going on? This is Jacob, and you are listening to Testimony, A Musician's Story. 
I used to be afraid to fall in love Cause I knew that one day I would be forced to let her go I knew that we would fall head over heels And my heart that girl was still And then the end one have to watch the other go When we grow old And now I don't wanna think about it Cause it made me cry When God decided to take you Then I think I'll probably die a heartbreak My freaking heart breaks Thinking about living without you in my life My wife, my high school sweetheart My best friend, baby, yeah You know when I'm without you I go crazy If you want it, you can have it Like too short to tell you maybe And now I don't wanna ever let go No, no, no <laughs> So I wrote this verse It's just one way to let you know, girl That I'm always gonna love you Even after God takes you home And I gotta let you go, girl Life is one big act of letting go We live, we love, we die Just like the saying All good things must come to an end This story ends no differently There's a lot of different stories <laughs> With record labels that, you know, I think it can go one way or another where people kind of like pointing fingers. But at the end of the day, I think it has more to do with just, you know, God's will and, and the doors being open and shut. You know, like we, when we signed there in 2002, we signed with uh, different people. The whole entire team was completely different. When we left, it was, you know, I'd say 90% of the people that were at the label when we signed, which was the reason we signed there because, of, you know, these meetings with these people in their hearts and, and their belief in what we're doing and, and who we are and understanding just who we are as a group, um, all of those people were gone. The A&R on the first record, the CEO who we like loved, Lauren Bauman, this guy that just had a heart for, for God, ministry, and music, he was gone, you know, uh, come around that, that third year or whatever that we were getting ready to put out new music with them. So it was a very, it's, it's, it's like a relationship, like anything else. It's a very hard, you know, situation to have kind of like that whole rug of support swept out from under your feet and then to trust all these new people who are telling you all opposite things and different things from what, you know, from what you were already dealing with. It's, it's very hard. So I think for us, we didn't get into music just to, to be famous and make money and, you know, do all that stuff. So it had nothing to do with that for us at all. So it, it definitely was a more of a relationship thing that we didn't feel was cohesive there anymore. So we decided to, um, to, you know, ask to, to, to leave the label. Just an amazing, you know, a uh, couple years in our life and then all of a sudden that gets completely shattered you know and you start to question a lot of things you know um just i, I think some people maybe don't but you know <laughs> i would say most humans do you know you start to question is this the right decision did we did we make a mistake by not going to go you know play ball like you know all these different things that you start to think of when you know when the brakes are put on like that and um so you know for my brother he he got like extremely stressed out with that whole situation, um, and you know, and that's I think partly why he's not doing music today. Uh, you know, has to do with uh, just how you know his his everybody deals with that stress differently, and his feelings on it, and and you know how it affected him. I think affected uh, him differently than me. You know, and um, and my sister even. So I think at the end of the day, it's like, hey, you know, if we're doing this for kingdom and and what we're doing, you know, is is about what we're saying it's about, then we have to get past all of that stuff and just, you know, move forward. I mean, you know, God, God definitely has a plan regardless of what man decisions are mine or labeled. But the story didn't just end there for the soldiers. They left the label and relaunched independently with a new name, Washington projects. 
The siblings released two full albums as Washington Projects. Typically, groups break up because of drama. And although it's been some years since the group has dropped any new music, Jacob assures us that we will hear something new from them. This group just took a bit of a life break. After all, they were teenagers when they started. Rachel had a baby, and Jacob and his wife just welcomed baby Maddox into their life. For now, listeners can enjoy solo projects from both Rachel and Jacob. How has this loner kid with aspirations of playing basketball in college, who suddenly got whipped into the whirlwind of the music industry, been able to stay level-headed and God-focused? I was raised in a very, you know, solid home. I didn't, I didn't have, you know, any kind of real drama or issues that I went through growing up that I can even remember, you know, I just, I've been very blessed in that way. And the first single I put out for this album is called I Believe. And it's, it's basically the story of my, my, you know, my journey as a child. Like I, I had all, I'm so, I was always so inquisitive and looking, you know, looking at things and systems and functions and how things worked. You know, I, I wouldn't just look at the moon. I would just think so deeply about the moon when I'm looking at it. You know what I mean? And so I, <laughs> That was a big part. Me, me looking at all of God's creation and seeing the pure, like proof that an intelligent designer was behind all of this. Um, that was a huge role. That played a huge role in me as a child. Um, I'd say around, you know, nine or ten. Really, just like saying, "Wow!" Like, you know, I, I do believe this. I do believe. You know, I mean, I, I'm not questioning this. Like, I, I had a lot of questions before that, and. Uh, regardless of how I was taught, it, it still didn't all line up to me, you know, and I had to like really kind of dig deeper and, and come to my own conclusion with it. And, and that just kind of continued on, especially with seeing all of the real life situations. You know, I had a, a, a guy in high school who ended up, you know, killing himself uh, over a relationship, you know, and, and I, I, that really hit me hard at that age, you know, cause I was like, <laughs> This is, it just was crazy for me, you know, to see something like that. It's not something I've ever seen before or heard of or, you know, in my area. It was just a very different thing for me. And it hit me really hard and, and really started making me think about um, life and death and what does all this mean and what's the purpose of everything, you know. And that's enough to make you say. Testimony, where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Connect with Testimony and Musician Story through social media. 
Find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at TestimonyStories.com. Now back to Jacob's testimony, yeah. a musician story. Look, they say billions of years ago, something out there went big bang. But ain't nothing that went bang made life since that bang. That's kind of strange. When it comes to art, Jacob is a jack of all trades. He writes, raps, sings, plays guitar and piano by ear and is a graphic designer. He incorporates all his skills into his latest album, this side of the sky. The album is about creation and purpose. The first half mainly deals with creation, like the song Big Bang. From man to the trees to everything under the clouds. I try to dive in more on it just layman's terms, you know, if there's supposed to be all these millions of, you know, transitional beings, right? Like between monkeys and man, why, why is like most of the things that we find, you know, turn out to be hoaxes. So yeah, I'm trying to just point a finger at like, look, you know, there is really no, no real proof whatsoever um, that we come from monkeys. This is this is totally a theory, and even one that Darwin himself. There's a new book called uh, called Darwin's Doubt by Stephen Meyer. Uh, you know, brilliant mind in, in this whole intelligent design thing, and, and uh, he's talking about Darwin's doubt. Like Darwin himself doubted his own theories. Um, to me, that that says a lot for people who say you're going to put your whole belief in evolution, you know, and no purpose. Life on Mars has a fun beat but is laced with heavy content. them find one organism. Got the nerve to call that life. Yeah, they say that my baby's not alive until it lives outside my wife. But the church stay complacent. Walking with the world adjacent. I guess it's more important to talk about the Illuminati and Masons. Tell me if there ain't no baby, though. Then why am I buying these baby clothes? And why am I buying this baby shampoo to wash my little babies fro? They want us to conform. But daddy said to never lie. The truth is why are we looking for life? I'm clearly pro-life. I I speak a lot about uh, uh, the atrocity that I think abortion is. If there was one single thing that I could say, you know, on this entire earth that is a serious, like uh, this is the most serious atrocity, I would say it's abortion. Like at this point in time, it's it's something that's claimed, you know, I think over. 70 million lives or something at this point since, uh, you know, Roe versus Wade and, 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 uh, these laws and decisions and things that we put in place, I think for Christians to stand by people who say that they believe in justice, they believe in equality, all these things that they believe in, they stand by and not speak on these issues. At the end of the day, everybody like, you know, basic science tells you when life begins, you know? And so, so to me that, that, that's, that's a very serious thing that we, we need to stand up about and not be 
you know, not be quiet about, not be scared of the political flack we're going to take from it. And I want to speak what I believe is truth and what God puts in our hearts. So we look at uh, life on Mars or, or any of these planets that we, we're, you know, we're constantly spending billions of dollars to try and find life. And, and the second that we do, we will be jumping for joy and, you know, just so ecstatic, right, that we found life somewhere else. But we treat life here as it's worthless. It's it's absurd to me that we're even looking for life somewhere else, that we treat life like this on our own planet. If, if I have a daughter and she gets raped and, ha- and and it gets pregnant from that, I'm, I am absolutely going to preach to her and tell her the reality of what the Bible says. Like, life is life. When God says that you were knitted together in your mother's womb, he's not, he didn't say if you weren't raped. It doesn't matter what the circumstance of how you got there. Like, you now have the, the responsibility to make a decision, you know, an informed and a well-thought-out decision and not a pushed one way or another because, you know, we need to talk about the statistics of, of, of rape. I mean, the, those statistics are so small in the first place that it's so funny to me that that is, those are like the main things that people like to talk about um, when arguing compared to the larger statistic of people just, you know, getting willful abortions because, you know, so I think at the end of the day, it doesn't, I don't draw the line in my personal thought about it based on anything that I personally feel like it was my kid. Would it be different? No, it's the same thing. It's life. And well, however you got to that circumstance, now you have a choice to do the right thing. So I, it always comes down to, you know, two wrongs don't make a right. That's that's what I would preach to my own daughter. And that's what I would tell anybody who's as, as, as hard as that's got to be. I mean, no question. That's not that's that's one of the hardest things to deal with. Uh, the reality is that that is a life. And that child that's in that womb had nothing to do with how they got there. Testimony. Testimony where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Everyone has a testimony. And we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at TestimonyStories.com. Testimony. Download the podcast of Testimony and Musician Story on iTunes. Find out how at TestimonyStories.com. A Musician's Story. Human trafficking is another heavy topic that Jacob tackles on hands and feet. Now she was barely 13 and had a heart of gold. Mama told her, don't you let it go. No, don't you let it go. And what she thought was love got in the way. Soon as she heard him say that she was beautiful. Told her he was here to stay oh, And he'd take her away To oh, someplace beautiful Forever and ever and ever And he planned to take her far away from home Soon as she stepped into his car they never see her again Jesus 
a young girl that gets tricked into sexual slavery and and basically how we as a church you know a lot of times i'll see um i'm talking about me included as a christian so like we as christians we sometimes don't look at um situations that are ugly uh same as abortion i mean you don't people don't want to see images uh you know of of these atrocities like it doesn't go along with their their starbucks day but at the end of the day there's there are things that need to be changed and that we i believe we have the responsibility as 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 believers if we're going to say we believe in 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 jesus and in in god and all of this like we you know we have a responsibility to to be what he called us which is you know his hands and feet we're we're, we have a responsibility to to walk out uh what christ will walk out of whatever it is we have that responsibility the second half of the album focuses on purpose the track you only live twice is a play on the yolo died in the 10th grade shot himself in the brain haunted by his face because i got no clue if that kid was saved uh, i told his story once before but there's one thing i left out felt like i should have talked with him a week before we checked out it hurts because i know he ain't gonna get no second chance i guess i was too busy now his blood is on my hands my papa said don't worry son you're only just a man but i take what i never said to him until the end came to show the way to the major problems that, that, that are happening in the world have so much to do with people not having a purpose. Like kids that I see and meet and talk to, like you see that they're lost, like in their face. I mean, they're, they're, they're searching for something. And the message of YOLO and like, you know, just go out and live life to the fullest, do whatever. And, you know, there's, there's, there's no thought process behind that. I mean, that is why we have, a kid setting themselves on fire for a challenge. I mean, the kids in general, they don't realize what they're doing or why they're even doing it. And it has a lot to do with, they just don't have any worth in their mind. They think that they're worthless. They think that they're, you know, they have no purpose. They have no real special importance and it's just the opposite. But I think it's, it's, it's hard because um, so much of the media and so much music artists out there that, I mean, you know, and and I will call out artists in general. Like, I mean, you're, you're out there telling people, what they do not need to hear it's wrong you wouldn't want your own kids to listen to it but you're doing it for a paycheck because you know it's popular or you know whatever and going to be a hit and it's hurting it's hurting people so i mean for me i i'm trying with that song specifically to just you know kind of i hope tip the scale a little bit the other way the title track explains exactly what the album is about and the message jacob is trying to convey through his art this side of the sky, like while we're here, we have purpose, and I'm I want people to know what that purpose is because I feel like their whole lives will change. I don't care where you live if you're you know in the deepest, dirtiest ghetto, if you're in a you know what's considered third world countries. I don't care where you're at. Like I think if people could really understand that, and that's why I like to to you know this album to be about creation as well as purpose because. I think if those two things confuse and people can understand like that epiphany that I kind of had as a child, like, wow, man, like somebody cares so much to have put all these things in the right place. I mean, there's so many, I can name a thousand different things that like, if they weren't 
the way they are if they were just a little bit different, like life wouldn't exist here. We wouldn't be born. We wouldn't breathe. We wouldn't live. Like it wouldn't thrive, right? But because of all of that happening so perfectly and and just gelling together to be what it is, that to me shouts. It shouts care. Somebody cared so much to put this place here and put us here like this. So that mixed with purpose is what this side of the sky is about. It's about just telling people, man, like the every day is a battle. It's much deeper than what you think. It's much deeper than just this flesh and bones. Um, and you know, the, the sooner you find that out, uh, the sooner you know how to fight these things that are coming, coming against you every day that right now, without any weapons to fight it, you're, you know, you're, uh, you're gonna fail. That we do hidden from the eyes of God. Every day's a battle, may your scars be a testament to others who are under the same weight that was pressing on you. Uh, now that's the ear full of knowledge for you. It might teach you more than years at a college for you. The sun comes up and goes down every day. We out here loaning out our souls like we Fannie Mae. The devil wants to keep your mind trapped in the dark, and only God knows how he gonna start. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. They trading their degrees for a little bit of crack. I seen it done under the sun. All we chase is in vain. What we should be chasing after his name. That's all I'm saying. Thank you for listening to Testimony, a musician story. This has been a Brown Theory production and an 83 Media production. To hear this episode again, as well as past episodes, visit testimonystories.com. Until next time, I'm Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music. Uh,